This is uh, uh, Sanel Musician featuring uh, the man of the moment, Sam Thing Sowetu, Agana Mali. It's 18 minutes past two. You're on SAFM 104 to 107FM. So since Zozi Bini uh, won the coveted Miss South Africa and went on even to win uh, the coveted Miss Universe uh, title, her natural crown has become a major talking point and a source of inspiration for many women who are asking their hairstylist to copy her signature fade. Uh, she's received Received widespread widespread praise, and to some extent, she also has received some criticism uh, for the short haircut. It's brought the issue of hair to the fore again. Some even insinuated that her hair choice might have had something to do uh, with with her victory. And we thought to have the discussion about hair because some people are of the uh, opinion that here we go again, policing women and telling them how to carry themselves and how to conduct themselves and how to wear their own hair. And uh, we wanted a three-pronged uh, discussion with uh, Jabu Stone. <clears throat> uh, Jabu Stone, if you may or may not know, is the founder of uh, the Jabu Stone Natural Hair brand. Uh, he It's a company which promotes natural hair care and pride in natural looks and a heritage uh, to Africans worldwide. In the studio, we'll also be joined by Ntabi Singh Mukoka, who is an award-winning beauty and hair magazine editor. And we'll also have Jawad Mapoto, who is... Uh, the 2019 Miss Universe hairstylist. Don't you love it uh, when somebody's career is redefined by, uh, you know, the feat of somebody winning? Because he now can add that, Jawad, to uh, his uh, CV. He's the hairstylist for the Miss Universe 2019 winner. Uh, he's also an award-winning celebrity hairstylist and owner of Lajawi Beauty Cafe Hair. Uh, there's pluses and minuses to these discussions. Let's hope, to this discussion, let's hope that we will be able to get to the crux of the matter before it's time to go. Uh, Jawu, welcome to the show. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you, KG? I'm very well, thank you. So, happy uh, December 16th. Happy Reconciliation Day to you. Um, yeah, thank you. I- I'll start with this revolution. I call it the Zozibini Tunzi revolution. Has it changed business for you in any way? You know, KG, it has. It has. Let me be honest, because if I remember 25 years ago when I started this journey, you know, it was not fashionable. Those days, you know, you would criticize badly by the people you look up to. Nowadays, what Zosibini has done, first, I'd like to congratulate her, actually, for representing us. And mm-hmm. also, Zosibini stylist, you know, Jawad, for, you know, doing such a wonderful job, you know. So mm-hmm. I'd like to congr- congratulate both. Yeah. Now, nowadays, really, that is one thing. Nowadays, it has changed because young people like Zosibini, they showed the world, they showed their fellow South Africans that for you, you know, the Afrocentric look must never change because we used to be to believe in Eurocentric beauty standard. Now she's emphasizing though the, the Afrocentric beauty standard that it doesn't matter, you can go anywhere, you can be anywhere in the continent, anywhere, anywhere in the world with the Afrocentric look. So mm. that is why I'm saying really it has changed and then now it's moving because it moved towards the direction to teach the young ones, you know, the children, that this is the hairstyle. They, now they have to look up on her and imitate that Afrocentric look. Gone are the days whereby they tell you, 
your skin must be light, for you to be lookable, your hair must be straight. Zozibini showed the world this is this has to be done, and we have to respect that. Yeah, but on the flip side, there's those that say you cannot, Jabu, you cannot police women, you cannot tell women how to self-reflect. I'm listening to you now, you say you don't have to be light-skinned, and I'm sitting here as a light-skinned black person, I'm thinking, I was born this way. I didn't ask okay. to I didn't ask to to look this way. Is it um is it is it about loving or not loving yourself that the the hair the hair issue, the difference between keeping your Afrocentric look or going for what you call the Eurocentric look? KG, you were born, you're light skin, you are born, you didn't change that look. You were not born dark skin and then you change yourself. That's mm. what I'm to say. You follow the Eurocentric beauty standard. Mm-hmm. You were born like that. You didn't change it. And also as well, you know, I'll say full respect as well. Some of the women out there who got those weaves and it's because maybe they put, you know, over, over the years braiding and pulling the hairline. Mm. So some of the reasons why they're putting the weaves and other things is because that if they, that if they can look without the weave and then the self-confidence go, you know, that yeah. self-esteem, you know. So that says I don't judge them, but yeah. let's teach our children to be Afrocentric, you know, that Afrocentric beauty standard. I love the reference to, to teaching our children, but I also particularly love the reference to uh, the hairline issue because the hairline issue, it's a real issue for a lot of women, particularly women who um, uh, uh, have their hair pulled, uh, whether through uh, braiding or uh, whether through um, uh, dreading the hair. Sometimes if the hair is too thin and uh, when the hairstylists uh, pull it too much, it ends up affecting uh, women's hairline. Let's talk about the issue of a product and affordability of product because for the longest of times as African women, uh, you know, uh, there, there were never really enough products on the shelf, especially uh, the, the, the shelves of um, the stores that women generally frequent. It's only in recent years that products like yourselves have uh, have been available uh, on, on shelves at the normal retail stores. Let's talk about issues of affordability. How do you know as a woman that, um, you know, uh, this is the kind of product that you have to use and this product will or will not um, affect your your hairline? Um, let's start uh, with our stylist, uh, KG, because remember, when you go to the salon, you literally rely to your stylist mm. you know, to advise you all, I mean, uh, what product to use? Mm-hmm. You know, normally our like our scalp produces natural oils. Now we use harsh shampoos and strip those oils, and uh, after, like our hair is very very brittle, it breaks quickly. Mm. Now, if you don't keep moist on that hair, then it's a challenge. It's bound to break. But now the thing is, we have to you know continuously condition and apply moisture in that hair. So, and uh, the other thing now that the, the, the stylist is the one that must advise the client. And also the pulling, the braiding, the styling of locks, all those things, they are the ones who become like, they, they, they really contribute and the, 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 the peroxide in terms of color, you know, you, you put so much dye as well. So it's, it's sad because um, as you go to the stylist, to your client, I mean, as a client going to the salon, you literally rely to that. But if the yeah. stylist doesn't, teach you that but i think it's a, it's about us as well as clients that at least read and understand that at least i must not because once that hairline is gone it's 
gone. Yeah. She doesn't come back. I'm, I'm glad we've brought the, the hairline discussion on the table, uh, but uh, our other guests are here, and I think it's time to bring them on, because uh, I was saying to... The, hi, guys. Welcome to the studio. I was saying to I was saying to um, uh, Jabu, I was talking about the level of policing that uh, this Zozibini thing has, uh, has brought on the fore, because there's two perceptions, and I don't know if they're true, but I'm inclined to believe not. The two perceptions that exist is that uh, which worries me most is that women who wear weaves don't love themselves. That is scary because no, no. in in my mind, I don't lose my zwana nature because uh, I'm of the kind of hair I wear at any given time. Uh, but hair is expression. Um, just the way I express myself with clothing, I could wear something very different for reasons I don't always have to explain to anybody tomorrow, just to say this is how radical I feel. So like I said at the beginning, we have Jawad Mapoto, who is uh, now the official stylist of Miss Universe 2019. That is something nice to have on your CV. And we also have Ntabise Mukhoka, award-winning beauty and hair magazine editor. We find ourselves here, Ntabi, uh, at this point now where uh, uh, the discussion is about policing women again. Yes. Um, I'd like to say I agree with you um, that when it comes to hair, especially for us black women, um, a lot of people want to box us and, you know, put us, shove us into that box most of the time to say that if you do this, then this is, this means you're more African. That you and also you love yourself more. That you love yourself more. Yeah. Whereas we're all different. We like different things. We express ourselves differently. So for me as a beauty editor that tries almost every product, every single hairstyle, it's important for me to be able to wear anything without being boxed into that, you know, category yeah. to say that, no, you're not African enough. You're not, you know, black enough or whatever the case may be. Yeah. So it, it, it's it's true, but it's it's sad. Yeah. Interesting. She's blonde, by the way. I'm talking to her. I'm looking at her <laughs> as blonde. But I, I, I say the, the color of your hair because I remember on Twitter seeing somebody talking about uh, they had natural hair, uh, the Zozi cut, as we yes. call it now, Jawad. Yeah. Uh, but, 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 but they were judging, but they had, they were blonde. They had put peroxide on the hair. And I was asking myself, but you're judging somebody for wearing a weave and yet you've put peroxide on your hair. Jawad, congratulations, by the Thank way, you so on your hairstyle of the moment. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> uh, on your hairstyle of the moment. Uh, the, the producer, when I got here, showed me different pictures of Zozi yeah. um, uh, before and after. The pictures of the time that she won the Miss uh, Sundowns thing. Um, and, you know... I dare say she looks better with her natural hair. Yes. Uh, but for me, she looks better. It doesn't matter uh, that it's f about me. What matters is her, the way I see it, yeah. and how she feels she wants to express her beauty. She's gone on to say uh, the cutting of the hair was not a strategy for her to win. Was it the hair? Was it the person? Let's talk about you convincing her to go that route. Look, I mean, uh, it's been an amazing trip working with her uh, and... Uh, well, when she first came, I mean, into the um, as a, con a contest, contest, yeah, she actually rocked up with her short natural hair. Yeah. So th she had already cut her hair. Yeah. And uh, we started taking care of her when she was part of the. So the decision was hers. She wasn't uh, advised by anyone. She made the decision yes. as an individual to say, "This is how now." Uh, like Ntabi saying, "This is how I want to express my beauty now." Yeah, yes. Yeah. And I mean, uh, I think I also like what she believes. You know, especially she, 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 she's not boxing herself that I would never rock a weave or do something. Yeah. But she truly is in line with herself because. 
you know, uh, this natural hair thing, for me, it's been something of an eye-opening because when you look at most of the pageant yes, th- this year, was mostly girls with natural hair. So it means the language was more in those directions. So yeah. I think, and for me, it's, I'm not saying or judging anyone, but I always find that uh, there's something more rooted in you when you are in line with yourself, especially when you're wearing natural hair, you know. But I'm not saying that somebody who's not wearing it, because at the salon we always advise clients that uh, as much as you like in the weave and all that, but let's show you how you can take care of your hair yeah. or rock your hair better, because I think it's the education within the stylist that yeah. uh, we can convince our clients that as much as there's this one, but we can help you to rock your natural hair better. Yeah. You know, we spoke with Jabu earlier and I, I like, I like what you're saying that you say as a stylist, you advise your clients to be, uh, to lean towards their natural hair because you use the word, you are more rooted, yes. uh, when you're wearing your natural hair. We spoke, when we spoke to Jabu earlier, one of the things that came out is the issue of the hairline. Mm. Um, and how a lot of us as women, uh, whether through product or hairstyle, List or whatever the case may be, yeah. ended up losing a hairline. And uh, now uh, people are wanting to claim uh, self-esteem. I hope I'm phrasing that correctly. Mm. Uh, when they say, um, uh, uh, if you wear a weave, for example, you're not rooted enough to, to, to coat Jawad. Yeah. And sometimes... Uh, the self-esteem is not something your self-esteem is not something you owe anybody is mm, it yeah. uh, but your own beauty is, it has to be seen uh, by yourself first do we take into consideration Tabi saying uh, especially considering you come from the magazine space do we take into consideration that sometimes women will wear a weave not because they don't they're not rooted in Jawad's uh, words but because there's a challenge people will always say don't pull this wig off you don't know the challenge that is underneath there yeah. Yeah. Um, guess what I have natural hair mm-hmm. it's as natural as it gets it's the last number 4C mm. and what is last number 4C <laughs> so there's like a chart of the different curls oh okay okay, okay, yeah, okay so okay. mine is like the, the curliest okay, okay. the kinkiest yeah. um, it's, it's much more difficult to manage okay so um, the point that I'm trying to make is that um Wearing a weave doesn't define who you are. It doesn't define your intelligence. It doesn't define where you come from or where you're going. When I wear a weave, it's mostly because of convenience. When I get home, I take off the wig and my cornrows stick out. Does that then mean that when I'm wearing my wig, I'm somebody different and then when I take it off, then I become more rooted? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because my natural hair is always with me. It's always on me. Mm. So... For most of the year this year, I've been wearing my hair natural, trying different hairstyles. Mm-hmm. But I got tired because it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And that's okay because I'm a, I'm a mom, I work, and my schedule gets hectic. Mm. So when I do opt for a wig, it's, it's more about the aesthetics and the convenience. And it doesn't really mean anything about the person that I am. And that's why I feel like we shouldn't... Let's talk <laughs> maintenance. And, and I'll bring you, Jabu, I know you're still there on the line. Let's talk maintenance yeah. uh, uh, with both you and, and, and Jawad. Uh, it's been a phase, isn't it, uh, for us, particularly as black women, the, the taking care of, of our hair. Uh, because there was a time, even before Mashaba's hairline was in stores, where it was mostly white uh, women's hair products that yeah. uh, we, we were forced, uh, quote-unquote, to use for our hair. 
and already that, that I'm sure I'm not I'm not a hairstylist, but already I think that causes some sort of damage. But even today, um, they say the more expensive the product the better it is. But then you take into consideration the economics of where we are right now and who we are as uh, particularly us as black women. Most of us cannot afford a conditioner that is worth 500 rands. I'll make a a loose uh, example or whatever the amount. Uh, We want convenience, but we also want affordability. How affordable are products on the shelf, on the market uh, that are there for the taking care of natural hair in this Zozibini era? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, uh, the products or how to care for your natural hair, it's one of the heaviest thing to do and there are codes that can be broken especially in terms of educating a black woman how to rock her forcing natural hair you know mm. and sometimes that's when it end up forcing her to end up uh, wearing something else you know mm-hmm. but uh, and uh, I still find that uh, the internet preaches a lot of products mm-hmm. that uh, sometimes they are not even working and they coat the outer layer of the hair. But you find that they are coming from maybe a different curl types that maybe that works for them. But for us, we always buy into whatever it was created. So we still haven't really created something that is our own, that we understand that it can take care of our own. And in the meantime, we use whatever is available. In, in the meantime, we use whatever they say, you know, mm. that, okay, I know this one is Afro uh, uh, vegan or something like that, you know. So, of course, I mean, brands are always there to manipulate and see where the wind is blowing them. You but know. you as hairstylists, aren't you also doing the same uh, to us as uh, cons- uh, 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 consumers? Uh, because I'm going to get there. Jabu, maybe you come in. I'm going to get that We were talking about how sometimes the hairline goes as a result of perhaps the wrong advice uh, from the hairstylist or the overpulling of the hair from uh, the, 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 let's say, your dread lady, uh, you know, wanting to make the hair look tighter. Uh, I don't know. Any one of you can take it. Do you want to take it, Jabu? Yeah. Actually, uh, what we normally do, KG, where to the stylist, uh, we invite them uh, after we've developed a product because we go on research and development, you know, and uh, check what is it, uh, what what challenge the people are, um, I mean, are experiencing. And then after that, we invite stylists first give them product knowledge, explain to them how this product works, you know, and in return, they go and that message take to their clients. Mm. So based on the R&D that we do, and at times, you know, there are people who there's a myth when they say, no, uh, I'm using this product, you know, because my grandmother taught me how to do this and all those things. You know, you, you get a lot of people, they, they start to be uh, chemists and start manufacturing their own products at home. You know, so that is why I always say to them, are you a chemist? Because must remember, each and every, you apply oils only on your product. Oils get too dry if you put on the oil. You need to add moisture. And then the, on that hair shaft, the moisture is built, and then the oil will seal the moisture that is in there. But if you just put oils, and then you, you don't see, you seal what is not, and then it gets dry. So mm. the education part is very important. You know, what Jawad is saying, yes, I agree, but you need to educate people. You need to understand the product, how it's used, what type of product to use. Mm. 
what type of product to use and it is our challenge i think primarily uh and tabi the challenge of product for us as uh um uh black women uh because everybody will go online and say i swear by this mm. you buy x and you buy Y, and you buy Z, and the hairline will automatically come back, or the afro will be richer, or uh, the what what will be whichever way. Uh, you know, what when you styling uh, for, let's say, a, ma- a magazine shoot, what are the sort of considerations that you have? Do you go with what's in, or when, you know, when you're packaging stuff to say to people, we swear by, because magazines will always have the, we swear by this whatever, is it something that somebody in your office has even tried? Um, so the reason why I believe beauty editors are there for a reason is to primarily educate the people who are going to buy those magazines mm-hmm. and say, okay, these are the products that I need to use for um, this type of hairstyle. Mm-hmm. So the one privilege that I do have as a beauty editor is trying almost every single product your in poor this hair. country. Your poor hair. Sometimes, you know, I'm like my poor <laughs> hair, but sometimes I'm like, wow, I discovered this and it's affordable. Mm. So that's why I don't um, entirely agree with Jawad that there aren't any local products that work mm-hmm. because... Being a, a, a budget person myself, I do find that some of the products, local products work. Yeah. So my my primary purpose is to know about these products, learn um, about these products, meet with people such as Jawad and Jabu Stone mm-hmm. to convey the message to our readers to say this works this way. So mm. try this if you've got this type of hair. Mm. But at the end of the day, it's about knowing what hair is and knowing your type of hair and what works for it because we don't all have the same hair. You, you refer to um, the hair with a number. Um, yes. earlier Fossi. on. Fossi, whatever. Mm. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, we're laughing about it, but I'm a black woman who's used product obviously all my life, right? Yeah. And I'm hearing about that for the very first time, which means I don't know my type of, is it kink? Curl. Curl, curl sorry. <laughs> my, my, my type of, of curl. Yes. How important or even necessary is it, uh, Jawad, for us as women to know our type of, of, of curls. And do I take what you say to me as a hairstylist that, oh, you're 4C, or whatever the case may be? Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, before I get into that, uh, I, I'm not, I did not say that there's no <laughs> South African products that works. Yeah. I was saying that uh, most of brands that are here in South Africa, we, most stylists use, they're not from here. You know, but there are people who have created products here locally mm-hmm. that uh, uh, slowly. I'm also enjoying to use some of the South African products that and are they out are there. affordable. They are affordable yeah. and I quite like the moisture they bring. You know, because yeah. I mean, we always thought that oil is the thing for the hair. Yeah. You know. But, I mean, your hair when it's dry and you give it oil, oil only stays on the outer layer of the hair. Yeah. It's like putting... Which is what Jab was saying, that uh, mm. moisture and oil go together. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and moisture is water, you know, so your mm. hair needs some type of water that can really make the product to actually penetrate. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let me take a quick commercial break. We're coming back to round off our discussion. We're having that contentious hair issue. Uh, of course, as inspired by Zozibini uh, Tunzi, who's the current Miss Universe and the current Miss South Africa. It's 241. Life happens weekdays, 1 to 3 p.m. 
Okay, we're rounding off. Welcome back. We're rounding off our discussion on hair. Uh, and uh, this discussion, of course, is about uh, the weave versus natural hair discussion. Does it really define our beauty or do we define our beauty uh, using hair? Uh, and Miss South Africa herself and now Miss Universe said actually cutting her own hair wasn't a strategy that she used to win. And guys, may we never forget that she's also a very smart girl because everybody has wanted to limit her wins uh, to just the hair, but it's the things for me when I watched her. It's also the intelligent mind that she has and the unique outlook mm. of, of the world. And we almost minimized that part of her and we just sort of solidified uh, her win because she wore a weave. Mm. Let's give tips. Um, if somebody's listening to us now and they want to start in 2020, the revolution of... <laughs> of the Zozibini revolution, yeah. <laughs> what would the you? Cut for success. What would you? Let's the cut for success. Uh, of course, not all of us can be a Miss Universe's Jabu. Uh, but quickly, let let. What would your first recommendation be, or your proper, your only recommendation be to somebody who wants to get into the movement? Jabu, to me. Uh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Okay, yeah, to get into that movement uh, of natural hair, you must leave your hair very natural without applying a lot of chemicals, you know. So um, once you do that, um, then it allows you to, you know, flexibility, of course, you know, as you could see that um, so there's different styles that you can do with the natural hair. Mm-hmm. You, you, you you can kind of, when they, like, what you call it, up all one before you go to bed, that is you stretch the, the, the curl, you know, and then when you wake up in the morning, you come back, and then it gives you a beautiful afro. Mm-hmm. You know, all you or, or you can do the preset format, mm-hmm. you know, as well before you go to bed, or you go to the salon, then you do that. Then it brings up, you know, that is why I, I agree that the natural hair is very difficult to maintain. Mm. But, you know, we've got things that we call it uh, DIY, you know, that you do it yourself. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of training the people even if you're at home. You have to do that. Okay. So, yes, the, the, the movement, I think it's very important people to decide. As, if, you know, earlier on, I said, even if it's those weaves, you know what's underneath those weaves. It's a challenge. Or, as it was uh, mentioned earlier, it's because of, it's a convenient hairstyle. It's, it's a convenient hairstyle. It's a convenient hairstyle. It's for that moment. But I've seen some of the ladies, they will tell me, by the time they pack the kite home, that week is out already. They walk inside the house. <laughs> Okay, Ntabi, uh, your, your, your tips, uh, if at all, for taking care from all of the learnings that you've had as beauty editor. My tips would be that um, have a relationship with your hair. Love mm. and understand your hair. That mm. is the only way that your hair will do what you want it to do. Mm. And don't let anybody tell you what to do with your hair unless they're giving you advice on how to take care of it. Your, ha- your hair is yours. Your hair is yours. Yeah. And you, Jawad, uh, this is Jawad, the stylist <laughs> of Miss Universe 2019. You, Jawad? Uh, I think uh, for me, uh, the hairstylist are always especially if they are well educated, understand your hair better. Yeah. You know, they are the ones that can give you the best advice on yeah. how to care for your hair, you know, because there's also salon visit that you do, you know. So you treat your hair twice a month and also it's like we work hand in hand, you know. Okay. I mean, when when you go to gym, you go exercise, but when you, when you are on your own, then you eat healthy. So that thing works hand in hand, you know. Okay. Good products, and good hairstylists can make a 
great hair. Fantastic. Good yeah. product and good hair stylist. And don't let anybody uh, tell you uh, how to take, how to, how to express yourself. What to do with your what hair. What to do with your hair. Okay. Yeah. And of course, some DIY there. Thank you very much to uh, all of my guests. And it is Jabu Stone, founder of Jabu Stone Natural Hair. And Tabiseng uh, Mokhoka, who is an award-winning beauty and hair magazine editor. Jawad Mapoto is the Miss Universe 2019 <laughs> hairstylist. Uh, he too uh, was here. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you for your time. You I appreciate it. Happy Reconciliation nice. Day. Reconciliation. Uh, uh, we're learning to reconcile with our <laughs> with hair. hair. Yeah. Thank, you, thank you very much. Uh, we're going to continue our conversation uh, on uh, uh, issues of forgiving others. Um, rather, how does forgiving others help you? And we're talking about this reconciliation thing, and we'll have that discussion in a short while. It's 13 minutes to three.